And, and we're live. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Film Trooper Presents Film Marketing Fridays. And this is a very different uh, session. Usually I have like slides prepared and, you know, questions. But we're kind of doing this all on the cuff, all live um, with our guest filmmaker, Jamie Francis. Why don't you say hi to everybody, Jamie? Hi. Hey, there he is. So, so Jamie... He's on his phone and everything like that. He's like, I don't know. I never used this before. Let's see if this works. <laughs> so for those, of, for those of you new to Film Marketing Fridays, my name is Scott McMahon. I'm a fellow film trooper. And over at Film Trooper, we try to help filmmakers become entrepreneurs, more specifically trying to help the uber independent filmmaker make and sell their films online and uh, find more sustainable ways of doing that. So today we're going to kind of go over this um, project that Jamie's working on and see if we can't brainstorm uh, the next steps. So let's, Jamie, why don't you give us a heads up of what this film is and a little bit of background behind it and what we talked about, you know, online, uh, on emails and so on about like, how can we take it to the next step in terms of maybe doing a crowdfunding, uh, effort for the back end of stuff. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, well, what's the name of the film? Uh, <laughs> uh, the movie's called the wrong people and it's, um, it's basically a, we've been kind of, it, it's like a kidnapping gone wrong movie. Um, kind of bumbling criminals mm -hmm. um, that get wrapped up in this uh, kind of a scheme, uh, like a kidnapping scheme. And then obviously stuff goes wrong. And yeah, it's basically the really lame summary. I'm not the writer, so I, I, uh, I'm more the mumbler. <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> now um, the, the screenshot here is that uh, I can't is that you or your brother? That's my twin brother Dan. So there you go. See, look, I mean, you guys are yeah. I want I want I want to make sure I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's the uh, main character uh, and the writer, and I'm more of the behind the scenes um, shy guy. Okay. But, um, <laughs> okay cool a kidnapping gone wrong which is perfect that's all you need to say the wrong it's people kind of, yeah it's kind of a mix between we we've been kind of promoting it loosely as fargo meets uh sort of like a slap shot because it's got a bit of a hockey a hockey <laughs> sports tinge to it but it's very i mean it's very small so yeah and you can let people know um you're based out of uh british columbia canada yeah is that we're on uh, vancouver island bc on the west, on the west side, I'm here in Portland, Oregon. So we're kind yeah. of all in the Pacific Northwest together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Portland's great. Portland's uh, amazing. I was, we were down there about uh, uh, last year, I guess. It's great. Nice, nice. Well, I have to. Well, when I get up to my wife and I want to uh, get up to our family wants to get up to uh, uh, Vancouver Island as well. So I have to get my passport in order. But when we do that, <laughs> I will uh, text you, let you know I'm in town. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. So anyway. So you have this film, is it finished? And um, you kind of tell us where you are in the production of things and what the kind of the question you were asking me about, like, what do we, you know, maybe do we go crowdfunding for the, the, the tail end of things? Yeah. Um, well, we, we've made pretty much made the movie. Uh, it's uh, post-production, um, you know, little bits and pieces of shooting still needed, but no like major scenes. Um, and yeah, we made it for about 500 bucks, uh, like Good. the Good. cube, of, uh, <laughs> that, using that as an inspiration. And we, we've, we're kind of in this thing where we don't necessarily need to crowdfund, but I, I've been researching crowdfunding for a while and seen some um, 
campaigns uh, do things really well and then also some that don't do very well. And I see it as more of a, a chance to build it an audience. And um, so kind of going from that angle, not necessarily needing a ton of money necessarily, but more of um, like you've mentioned a few times how, why not? Where's the, where's the, the line of, can we use it and leverage it for sort of building an audience or like maybe even, you know, making a profit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've always kind of intrigued by your, uh, you've mentioned that a few times. Um, and yeah, just that's sort of where we're at. Um, we've been thinking of just making a small um, goal of say, again, $500, maybe just for um, some festival submissions or some kind of uh, release type schedule thing where you, um, you know, help to pay for some of the aggregator fees or something like that. That's, that's me yeah. rambling. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So the interesting thing about this is, yeah, there's, I'm not an expert on the crowdfunding at all. It's just like my, my perspective of it and, you know, analysis of it as well in my takeaway from it is that, uh, you know, there's, it's, it depends on what you want to get out of it. Like you said, mm -hmm. there's a clear goal in mind. And from the perspective of an entrepreneur or people that have used entrepreneurs that have used crowdfunding, you know, I've seen a lot of case scenarios where they actually had the product finished or mm -hmm. near finished. And they, you know, sometimes there's a lot of crowdfunding uh, services out there. There's not just Kickstarter. There's not just, you know, Indiegogo. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of them right now. Mm -hmm. And it's just a way to facilitate the experience from your backers or your supporters. So if we take it from the perspective of someone who's stumbling upon your, your campaign, um, what is the experience? What is the message? What is the, the reason that they, you know, read, watch, you know, are in, um, shown what you're offering that makes them decide, I will now donate. I will hand over money for this mm -hmm. campaign. And then we look at it from that perspective, we're looking at it as an experience, the user, the customer experience. And the way that some of these online entrepreneurs sometimes look at things is that everything kind of revolves around a launch, a product launch. Um, Jeff Walker of the product launch formula is, you know, famous for this. It's a great book called Launch, uh, highly recommended uh, by Jeff Walker. Um, the concept here is that every little thing you have, every little piece of, you know, event that you're making on your film has an opportunity to become this little mini launch event. So you finish your script. So maybe you have to do a little um, effort to have like a little event, a little celebration event online, but it's aimed to try to get more people interested in what you're doing so you can collect email addresses. You're trying to build a loyal following um, on the projects you have. I notice on your website for the wrong people, uh, the wrong people movie.com. It's great. You have an offering like you enter your email address to, you know, keep up to date, uh, our newsletter, always offering that. Now the job is to market for more leads to get them on that email list. And yeah. having a launch of any kind is designed to do that. So, um, where crowdfunding is a lot of effort because you're basically pushing a product launch or a service launch. 
the thing is a lot of filmmakers like you know it's 30 days 60 days of their life if not more we're just like constantly hustling trying to make their goals and trying to make you know make the fulfillment um, mm. um but it's interesting because i've i've donated to several crowdfunding campaigns and i have yet to see any product delivered to me <laughs> so <laughs> the, collectively there's this thing where uh enough bad apples out there let's say could ruin it for the rest of us because yeah. the you know, I have not seen a film. I haven't got any of my perks. And you read stories <laughs> like anything, like the they just they don't come through. You know, they yeah. just they just fail. They take the money and run, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, so, what's important from a consumer standpoint, an experience as a consumer, it'd be nice mm -hmm. to know, like, hey, guess what? The film is finished. That is cool. Like I can give you the film right now because, but I want to do more for you. We need, but we need your help because we're going to do this. So your marketing message could be, yeah, we need the finishing funds. This is our plan. We're going to be, you know, sending it off to this festival or we're going to use an aggregator um, to get it onto these platforms or we need uh, funds for the celebration launch. Like we're going to have a live theatrical premiere but we need to pay for the theater. We need to, and all the events that come from it, you know, and these are the perks you get for helping us contribute. One, you get the film, you know, like you don't, you're not going to not, you know, you can almost address like in the past, you may have been burned by other crowdfunding campaigns or there's been notorious other crowdfunding campaigns. Don't make the film and don't fulfill the perks. And it's like, we have that's your unfair advantage you already have a film that's pretty much done you just need the finishing funds for it and and you explain that um this is a bit more viable because in that way you can utilize your goals to maybe backtrack expense wise if the film costs you five hundred dollars uh, i'm sorry my nose is itchy from the allergies um if you have start with five hundred dollars then we can look at that as sort of um like part of the business structure. Let me um, let me find this. I want to show you this uh, graph real quick that might help, and we can kind of look at this. Everybody, kind of hang with me for a second. <laughs> We're gonna look at uh, this particular graph that it helps us uh, get a better idea of. Um, sorry about this. The suspense is killing us. I want to basically show like basic business. Uh, of a part of a pie chart and and knowing that you've already finished the film product or the advertisement we can kind of get into that a little bit more then you we can you can better strategize what your next steps are going to be in terms of why a crowdfunding campaign might be perfect for what you what you're trying to do mm -hmm. all right let me see here i'm going to put this one down i'm going to bring this puppy over look at this, this is all on the fly so not ready here okay i just want to show this one chart here uh, where is it? And it's right here. Okay. All right, guys. The suspense is killing you, I know. All right. So let's take a look at a pie chart um, of basic business. So you see that. Do you see this on your end? This picture? It's, the pie? Yeah. There it is. Okay. So, we so let's imagine you have an overall... You're going to have an overall operating expense in every business there is a product or service offering so this might be your film product okay so let's say it represents 50 percent of your overall operating expense then you need to raise 
another 30% for your marketing efforts, maybe another 10% for your distribution, and there's business development and taxes at another 10%. So let's say, just hypothetically, you have $1,000. That's your operating budget. You decide to make your film like you did for $500. So you have, this is a feature film too, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, well I mean, it's going to be 70 to 80 minutes. So. Yeah, it's a feature it's film. A anything, nowadays, anything over like 65 minutes are almost like a feature film. So you got a feature yeah. film for $500. So that could represent 50% if you look at it as a film product. Then you need to raise another $300 uh, for marketing, another $100 for distribution, another $100 for taxes and business development. So what you do with that, you can kind of, you know, you can decide like, well, what if we switched it and we just said maybe the film product's not the actual product. Maybe our film is the marketing. <laughs> like our feature film, if it's used as an advertisement, we can help promote something of a higher price point instead of selling it online for a 99 cents rental or a $4 you know, purchase or a $5 purchase or even a $20 purchase. Can we use our film as a marketing um, device to sell something at a higher price point, like a $100 product. So this way, you're, you can say, okay, I've made $500, that went 30% to my budget. You know, I'm gonna have to raise money through the crowdfunding for distribution, business development, and maybe the actual $100 product. Or, everybody's confused a little bit, like, what the hell are you talking about, the, the film as an advertisement type thing? So th th what I'm getting at here is, you follow me enough to know that I've come to understand that Hollywood is not in the business of making films or TV. They're in the business of controlling licenses or license exploitation, which is why, you know, why I always use the case scenario. If you had the Star Wars license like George Lucas did, what would you do with that license? You would sell it for a billion dollars to Disney. And once Disney got that license, what do they do with that license? They're making... <laughs> they're making a movie, they're making theme parks, they're making offshoot TV shows and, you know, more toys, everything. They are exploiting the license to the nth degree. So <laughs> if you look at your film as a intellectual property, so you have the wrong people, even on the smallest scale, you can decide, like, we are going to exploit this license. And it's really the way we can exploit it is that it's going to be used as an advertisement in the same way that Paramount used the Transformers movies as an advertisement for the toys, the action figures it sold. Not to say that you had to create a wrong people action figure, although that'd be kind of <laughs> cool, right? You know, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. But what you could do is take your film and then decide like, you know, what $100 product can we help promote with our film? So tell me a little bit about the film. I know you're not the writer, but you know enough about it. Um, <laughs> what what are the themes of your film or what do you think some of the unique selling propositions of your film are that uh, in the story? And then maybe we kind of draw out um, some ideas here of how it could be used as an advertisement for something of a higher price point. So let's mm -hmm. start with that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the film, what you think the theme might be or uh, other unique selling uh, propositions that it might include. Hmm. Um, well, it's sort of like what I mentioned before is there's a bit of a hockey angle. Um, there's kind of like we've built a world of um, a sort of a you know Wayne Gretzky type um, uh, type guy who's you know done really well, and that's sort of our um, kind of background main 
guy, not the main character, but um, just kind of the, it centers around his um, fortune, basically. So is and, it? Oh, keep going. And um, but then there's also a, a very heavy uh, like family theme. Um, our main character is um, trying to uh, connect with his well dead father, really, um, and uh, trying to kind of make good on his his dreams and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I don't. I don't that's those are the kind of the two two angles I, I would try to explore if I uh, okay was look, thinking about this. Sure, I'd have I mean, to think a little deeper because I, I'm yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, see, these yeah. are good things to think about. So I'm going to throw this up there so you can see this, right? So this is like I said, don't. There's no prepared slides on this one. We're going to kind of work this as a workshop. So you have the wrong people. You have a hockey theme or hockey element. You know, um, but you are, it's made in Canada. So there's a, that aspect of it, you know, that's unique. Um, you kind of talked about, is it a redemption story to some extent? Um, it, the theme sort of, of. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> You're like, I, I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, well, let me ask you the, the easiest yeah. way. The easy ways to get to this, not to give away the ending and stuff like that, the, the transformation, the journey that your protagonist goes through, mm -hmm. um, the lesson that they learn in the story, um, what is that lesson? I would say, uh, like, to simplify it would be um, that he learns to sort of uh, forge his own path um, okay. and, um, like, kind of not live in the past and live other people's um, lives. And that's okay. Well, here you go. Check this out. So you have, um, these are just two things that would just come out of this uh, brainstorming. You have a hockey element as well as being, you know, made in Canada, um, the film uh, with all the scenery and all the elements. Then you also have um, forge your own path as possibly the theme. So from this, what I'm getting at is from that chart again, is like what sort of product uh, of like a, at least $100 worth that can be added as part of your added bonus to the film package. And um, when we get to this concept, it's what we're seeing, uh, even VHX just recently came out with like 30 days, like this email series that you can look at from all their data they've collected of what, what works and what doesn't work when selling your film uh, through their portal. Um, and they're very, they specialize in bundles. And the reason the bundles work is uh, something like this. I have another graph to show you. So you don't have all this stuff, but I will show it. Wait, do I have this? Sorry, I have to keep looking for the wrong one. <laughs> so, so the, the way it works is your film being the advertisement part of it. It's like the initial low price offering of your whole business plan mm -hmm. that whole business chart we showed. And it uses that opportunity to sell a bigger idea. So we talked about forge your own path. So that might be a theme. So what products are, you know, are emotionally connected to forge your own path. Um, then there's the hockey element, 
you know, maybe there's some products or things that are in the movie that already exist. You don't, you just have to look at it that you couldn't necessarily do something as simple as this is saying like, Hey, um, buy our film for, you can rent it for 99 cents or buy it for five bucks, or whatever like that. Or you can upgrade to our special premiere bundle. Um, where you get this quick ebook of like, you know, five quick hockey tips to survive a, a, a kidnapping, you know, something fun. <laughs> so these like graphics or photos that you guys put together of your characters, you know, using hockey gear to get away from being kidnapped. And um, the concept here is like, it's a fun little book that's added to as a bonus feature to um, your movie package. And you put that into a bundle, but within this little PDF that you create, this little book, you add the most simplistic affiliate links to a bunch of stuff, maybe on Amazon or other shops. So it's like, you want to use, uh, what's the name of the main character that your brother plays? Uh, his name's Greg. Okay, Greg. So it's like, hey, you know, you know, what stick did Greg use? And basically you can have like a little graphic that says you can buy this stick on Amazon or whatever hockey retailer, you know? So what it is, you, you collect a bunch of products that already exist that are already tied to the experience of your film, you just have to do the job of curating it in a fun, creative way. Like I said, like a silly ebook of, you know, five ways to survive a, uh, you know, kidnapping with hockey gear or something like that. And then, then somebody sees it and they might, you might end up making a few bucks because your, your film and your experience of your film is advertising these actual physical goods that you don't have to manufacture that you don't have to put in your garage or your warehouse and have to do a fulfillment like crowdfunding, right? What's crowdfunding? Everybody's like, Oh my God, I promise all these t-shirts. I promise all these DVDs. I got to actually pack them, burn them, wrap them up. You know, there's a lot of services out there that do it for you on demand. Um, create space from Amazon. Uh, Amazon does it, you know, you just set it up or you, you can do a fulfilled. They have another service in Amazon where you can basically take your whole, you can wrap all your uh, bundles together and send this huge box out to a fulfillment center. And then when the orders come in, they'll take care of all the postage and shipping it out and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of companies out there that are doing it. The concept here is to not have to be that guy or those people that, oh my God, we just made the film where that's hard enough. Now we got to figure out how to like make a product that's that we upsell to like a hundred dollars. Yeah. So, this is a really simple way of at least putting the, a system in place that allows you to profit later. Now, how does that all work with the crowdfunding campaign? Well, what it does is knowing what your end result is, then you can reverse engineer or backtrack out like what you really need to get out of your crowdfunding. Because if you now can think about the consumer's experience, or somebody's coming in that some potential lead or backer to your project, you know, if you charm them as you charm me with your, there's a good nature to you and your brother that's unique. That's like your unique selling point. There's something about twins that look, you know, identical, <laughs> but there's a passion and there's a honesty and authenticity to what you guys do. You can share what you're working on, how you love films or you made this cool film. It's, and these are the things that are selling points. It's in Canada. It's has some hockey element. There's a fun, you know, uh, kidnapping thing. But you know what? All of this doesn't. All of this is a human uh, story behind it, which is we all need to forge our own paths. 
And now I'm asking you, what, asking you to join in. And these are the cool perks we have. The film is done. You know what? You're not going to worry about it. You're actually going to get a copy. Unlike some other crowdfunding campaigns, you may never see something. You will see a copy. But on top of that, you're going to get a bonus. You're going to like, if you want, you can pay this $20, $30 price point and we'll give this fun book, you know, five ways to survive a kidnapping, whatever, with hockey gear, you know, uh, other things you got to explore within your film. Um, if you want to throw t-shirts in there or whatever it might be, like you, you create your own bundle, but the, the concept, the emotional con context of why you're trying to create a bundle is trying to create something to sell an experience that your movie sort of promises or at least tries to promise, um, which makes the film not necessarily the focus anymore. Your focus and your marketing message is the experience of what your film is trying to express. You know, what is the bigger picture, the bigger th uh, themes, the bigger idea behind it. And then you're putting products around it in a bundle and then the bundle is just, you know, uh, a nice way of curating all this stuff for your consumer. We see it all the time on Amazon. You're searching for something like camera gear, right? You're looking for like one thing. But if you buy like a lens or a filter, like you'll see like here, but, but buy this bundle. You'll get the cleaning kit. You might get like a little pack, you know, a little pouch, a carrying case, you know, all the stuff that comes with it. You're like, you know what? Instead of me buying individually all that stuff, this is a nice, you know, package put bundle put together with a great price point. You know, it's like this, I'll buy that. You know, if you can use the same mentality with your film, again, you can backtrack that or use that as your not necessarily crowdfunding, you almost can use it as the crowdfunding is essentially like a sales, uh, a sales launch. Like you're going yeah, to offer like these things. Yeah. So you're gonna offer all these things. Um, but uh but you kind of have them pre-made like, and depending on the number of orders you get, uh, then you can fulfill it. Uh, we see it actually on product launches. Uh, sometimes, uh, like I said, the online entrepreneurs, they'll do something where they don't even have a product. They're like, here's an outline for this e-course I'm building, or here's an outline of this software I'm developing. Mm -hmm. there's right now for the lowest price it'll ever be, at like $47 lifetime for the first X amount of people can get it at $47. The thing hasn't been built yet, but we want to make sure that people are interested. If they are interested, we will build it. So you set a limit. And so this is, this is not even crowdfunding. This is like online business people doing business. They are testing out the waters. If this software app they want to create, um, this, they're using the minimum vial product from Eric Reese's lean startup. This is what they're doing. They're just asking, like they're giving an outline, like this is what I think people want and I am selling and I'm marketing to this uh, need. And if enough people buy in as a pre-sale at a low price point, then yes, we can make it. You know how, you know what else works this way? The independent film market world, everything that is outside of Hollywood and everybody's trying to get a, a filmmaker's trying to get a distribution deal a lot of the distributors and producers, they're working in the, in the confines of raising financing based off pre-sales that are uh, given to them in the foreign film markets. So a producer will then essentially have a project. They don't even have anything. Maybe they don't even have a script, act or nothing. But the relationships with these international film buyers, they're able to get a pre-sale 
going. So it's like the, the foreign buyer says, oh, I see what you're doing there. We have a longstanding relationship. I'll give you a pre-sale of one, $2 million, right? So that way they know at least there's a buy-in to make the product. If you approach it that way, you can approach your crowdfunding that way. Unfortunately, a lot of people approach the crowdfunding ideas like we just we need as much money as possible to make the product. Yeah. When we, at, when we looked at the pie chart before, the problem with that is like all your eggs are in one basket in part of the mm -hmm. whole business structure. You're all you're all putting it into a product, and then you realize you don't have funds for the marketing, uh, distribution, or business development and taxes and things like that. Mm -hmm. So whereas a business person, if you approach this different, differently, knowing what, what you need as your overall operating expense, maybe you need $5,000. So, oh, gosh, okay. Even though the film only costs you $500, doesn't matter. But the overall operating expenses to make this, this thing successful, to make an experience worthwhile for your consumers, you may need to raise $5,000. But as long as you're clear of why you need to raise it, like, oh gosh, we want to spend a thousand dollars in marketing. We want to have another thousand on hold to build out this unique product bundle. We want to have like another cash to, for promotion or travels to the events that are that we're really going to be able to tap into our, our targeted audience and customer base. So, all that kind of stuff, meaning that you need to sort of backtrack it a little bit. Um, once you know that once it's all finished and launched. You, you maybe part of that 5,000 that you raise, I'm just throwing up obviously an arbitrary number here, but maybe if you're straightforward and clear about it, you can say part of the money that we're raising, the film is finished at $500, but we need all these things as part of the business model. Here's the business chart. You can almost, I can give you that chart. You can use it to your crowdfunding to explain to your <laughs> backers of why you would need all this extra money. Hmm. And you might even put in there, um, you know, we also need to, you know, pay the people that are involved, you know, uh, the actors, the crew, whatever. And, and just, you know, be part of that. Be mm -hmm. like, and also be able to pay ourselves to do what we're doing. You know, so you're not, like, yeah, obviously the transparency being yeah. key. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a way to, you're not asking, you're, it's not like you're asking for like a million dollars each. Yeah. You're asking, they see that you have, you're bringing to the table the conversation already like a finished product. You have a trailer, you have all these things put in place. And if you show a very robust business plan and explain why you're doing what you're doing and why you would need the money for all that stuff, it's okay. I think people are afraid to ask, like, and part of this campaign is that uh, help pay, you know, our expenses or our fees for doing this, you mm -hmm. know? Um, we don't have a large, big crew, and it's not like we're asking, you know, hundred thousand dollars, whatever, like that is. Like mm -hmm. the interesting thing is, the consumer. If I'm watching this, if you share me enough value, where it's you're not overselling, like help me pay for my salary to do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that you oversell like all the benefits they're going to get. You're going to get mm -hmm. the movie. You're going to get this bundle if you go to this next tier, and this really mm -hmm. cool bundle includes all these things. Um, that's already happening in the crowdfunding world, but to use it, it's a difference is again, trying to get your head wrapped around like, why can't you, why can't you use mm -hmm. crowdfunding to basically do all your initial sales and pre-sales? Hollywood does it already in the film market. That's exactly what they do in the, all the uh, American film market, Cannes film market, Berlin, you know, Singapore. That's what they do. 
Mm-hmm. So why should we feel embarrassed by doing it on crowdfunding? There's for a long time. Kind of, totally, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just going to it's just kind of that stigma I yeah. think is, um, and I think, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And I think it's, you know, oh, it's just for the indie filmmaker who's struggling or uh, I don't, I don't really, yeah, I, I believe that you could, um, you know, just be as, as long as you're transparent and not, you know, asking for a, a whole lot and uh, like, and we're just going to like, you're not going to see the product or anything. Right. Yeah. So I think that the, the main thing here is if we look back in history, not too long, not a very long history at all, is the blogosphere. When blogging first kind of came out 10 years ago, whatever, like that first came out, but it was having some popularity about 10, 12 years ago or not 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. The, in the world of the blogosphere, there was a stigma for anybody trying to make money off their blog mm-hmm. because there was this concept of like, no, no, it's free. The internet's free. The blogs are free. This is our world. You know, mm-hmm. shame on anybody trying to make money off it. Well, then s- people started making money off it, and now everybody's trying to make money off their blogs. <laughs> you know, so the first person sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So you know, what crowdfunding is the early stages are where Kickstarter's whole goal was just to give enough money for that filmmaker or that artist to get that kickstarting money to get their project off the ground, so they go to the next tier of investing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then it turned out that like people were raising all their money for the projects, you know, but the thing, again, the mentality of the artists, unfortunately, and the filmmakers are they're raising all their money uh, to make the product and they're not having anything left over for the other business aspects of things because mm-hmm. we're beginning to see there is no, even though you build a product doesn't mean anybody's going to buy it. So you're still, you're, you know, maybe that's why we don't see a lot of these crowdfunding campaigns fulfill their promise or give us our perks because they never got it finished or when it finished, they don't have enough to actually fulfill the perks. Believe me, this happens all the time. So the new wave of looking at crowdfunding could be where, like I said, you've, you've built something uh, reasonable. It already exists and now you need the finishing funds. So you're in a much better place, much better leverage. And by even adding in a little profit margin for yourself, as long as you're transparent, but you don't have to like overstate it. It's literally like in your pitch video to say, this is mm-hmm. where our video, this is where the money, the, your funds will come in where we need money for the marketing here. Uh, this, you know, bundle um, expense, uh, you know, our promotion here, and this is our payment to uh, our, our, you know, cast and crew, uh, which also, you know, does include, you know, my brother and I, blah, blah, blah. But it's all small. Like it says, like, again, you're not asking a ton of the world, but you don't have to harp on it. You just, mm-hmm. you, you are transparent and you say it because what you really want to do, which is always important, is that your pitch video and everything that about your sales page, that, that landing page for your crowdfunding campaign mm-hmm. is all about the benefits. Like, mm-hmm. and that's marketing. Marketing is all the successful marketers. I'm just, I'm finishing up this book right now, but it's, it's an old book, but it's an old book on advertising. It says that all advertising and marketing have to sell the benefits to the consumer. Mm-hmm. There always has to be a promise. So like everything about your page and your offering about your campaign, just give as much value and highlight and market and uh, promote the benefits. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Let's just imagine 
you're running this camp crowd crowdfunding campaign for the wrong people now trying to get the finishing funds mm -hmm. let's talk about the benefits what would be the benefits that could be added to like me brand, being brand new like i don't even know anything about you guys but something about uh, a, a blog post or something got out there on the social media world where I was interested enough that I clicked something. So when I clicked it, I saw your crowdfunding page. What are the overarching um, benefits that can be given to this person who's brand new? <laughs> so you're like, oh man, that's a hard one. <laughs> well, let me ask you, like, if you were brand new to a crowdfunding campaign, what would you like to see? Um, see, I, I don't, I've contributed to a, a few campaigns and I'm trying to think of like what I, um, obviously yeah. knowing a little bit about the person beforehand. Um, but for random ones, um, it, I always, I always get hooked into the idea of doing uh, like the no brainer, the no brainer perk where it's, you know, um, $5 for a the download and a special thanks and the credits or something. So I think that's, I mean, I, I it's probably not really answering your question that well, but um, I like, it, that's a really good, um, you know, it keeps you on the page for at least, you know, maybe a minute longer, maybe check out, it's almost like this pro prog progressive thing, but it's, if you go instantly to a random page and it's like, um, you know, a shout out on Twitter for a $500, it's like, you kind of roll your eyes and close the close the page. I don't know. That's uh, I know that really stands out for me. Um, but uh, for our uh, little project, um, yeah, huge benefits of well, yeah for the it's a uh, something yeah. I <laughs> it's it's a little bit hard. You know. <laughs> well, here okay from an outsider's perspective, there's one way. Like what you said, we could. I, it was interesting, like what you contributed to. Um, say somebody's going in cold, and the, mm -hmm. the first thing they see, obviously, is the video. As long as the thumbnail is very engaging, maybe it's the picture of you and your brother, and with a finger, like you know, click here. You know, just so, so, literally something that says like click here. Mm -hmm. Just with the, because your faces are already on the on the screen as a thumbnail. There's something about the that's why you see it all on YouTube all the time and thumbnails. I've been experimenting with that as well, but there's something about connecting with somebody's face. Like that's what makes an interesting thumbnail or something, you know, like an, an interesting image. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so the, the thumbnails is important as the movie poster. So you're, it could just be a straight call to action. Just you two guys, fingers pointing. It's real straightforward. Click here. So they click it. And as long as they see the, maybe the video runtime, it's like three minutes or something, you know, sometimes when people see like little time code is like 20 minutes. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but if you can make it short, uh, mm -hmm. so sub subconsciously they know, okay, I'm not going to waste my time and introduce yourselves right away. You know, it's like, I'm Jamie, your brother's name is Greg. Dan, Dan, that's right. But he plays a character, Greg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, this is my brother, you know, Jamie, Dan, we're twins, huh? you know, twins, obviously we're up in British, you know, uh, Columbia. Uh, and then all this type of stuff about who we are very, very quickly. And he goes, and we made this film. It's already done, you know, but we're just looking for help on the finishing funds. And, but you know what? That's what we're looking for. But this is what we can offer you. So the hide thing, like immediately try to get into the benefits for me, the brand new viewer. Mm -hmm. It's like people know a lot now. They're a little bit more savvy, like why crowdfunding campaigns are coming. 
You know, we don't need to hear the same thing. Like, oh, I really need your help. Well, this is why it means so much to me. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Enough about you. What yeah. are the what perks are in what you what are you offering that is a benefit to me? And as long as you get off you what your needs are, and mm-hmm. then selling the benefits, you can say like, look, for the most easy perk, you know, for one dollar stuff like that, you will actually get a rental or for, you know, of the film. That's mm-hmm. finished. It's finished, but you would actually get it once once we go once once we have our launch date. So that's done, you know. But if we but you really want to step it up, you could go the five dollar or the ten dollar route. And the ten dollar route, this is what's benefit to you. You're gonna get the film, you're gonna get this bundle. Look at what we created here. And you can show, like do a highlight. Like here's, you know, Dan, you know, with all this hockey gear. If you want to know how this works out, this is a quick, you know, ebook or photo book that we've created, you know, or something like that. Uh, on top of that, you know. You know, the cool thing about our film or that we're excited about is that it has a theme about forging your own path, you know, and then try to connect with the viewer. Like, have you ever been, have you ever felt stuck? You know, you could do, if you really want to do this correctly, obviously you look at what other successful crowdfunding campaigns videos have done or go opposite or go different and start trying to find old infomercials. Because this is what this is. We're online, but what we're doing is essentially an infomercial. Yeah. You know? And there's a pattern to a way infomercials are done that, you know, you lead with a lot of questions. The idea is that asking a lot of questions in your video, all geared towards the benefit, adding benefit to your the potential consumer watching your stuff. Mm-hmm. You're trying to lead them down this path where they're interested in knowing what the answer is to that question that you proposed. And then if the answer is tied into some benefit and the benefit, when I say that is one of your bundles, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you can end it there. But maybe if you, if you want to have a longer conversation, because you, what you said was interesting, like depending on who you already know, you're more inclined to like contribute to that campaign. Uh, That is the whole sales process of know, like, and trust. We tend to buy something from somebody we already know that we already like, and then we trust them. So if you're somebody's coming cold, they have to uh, get to know who you are. They have to really like you, and I think you just, as long as you be yourselves, you guys will be fine, and get to that point where they trust you. And as long as you keep harking back, like the the film is finished, you know, it's not like you're not going to see something, and like all these cool perks is like we can fulfill it. Like I say as long as you go into it with a game plan, knowing like how you're going to fulfill each perk, like that's what I'm saying with your business, the business pie chart, really knowing like how effectively you can immediately send out a perk once the campaign's over, because you want that experience. You want to earn that trust and keep that trust. Because if I donate to your campaign, um, my experience is like, Oh, cool. I want to, I want to do it. I'm going to donate some money or I'm going to, give some money to them. And then the cool thing is you're talking about building an audience. Um, you really have to keep engaged with that audience that, you know, not just updates, but really great updates, you know? So they can be as simple as just you and your brother on video saying, Hey, thank you so much. You know, if everybody's done this, this is where we are with our goals. If you know anybody that would be interested in this, please let them know. There's a big share button down below. He goes, but we want, you know, that's about us. That's what we're doing here. Let's talk about like what other benefits are to you. You know what I mean? Like wherever you can try to get it off of what you're doing and put it back onto your 
fans or your consumers just to mm -hmm. build that loyalty. And then sure. always, always end every video or every piece of email that you send out with some sort of call to action that either one gets them to promote your crowdfunding campaign to other people or some other call to action that just makes them feel part of your journey. Like you, you've invited them into your journey. So you got to keep them up to date with your journey. And so that, that way, when you finally launch you want that experience to be great. You want people like, I really enjoy the, the Francis brothers. You know, it's just like, that was just fun. I don't even care if the movie's good or not. I just <laughs> like them. Honestly, like we're, we're in this place where sometimes our films may not have to be that great, you know, meaning that if we're personable and then people like us, there's sort of like this rooting for the underdog. Like, that's cool. I just like what you do. I'll, oh, cool. I'll check out what you, what you're doing. And if it, if your film delivers, like that was even better than I expected. You know, I just like these guys. I just, that's cool that they made something cool, but it's, but once a, the campaign ends, it should be a celebration. You know, even if you don't make it the goal or you do make the goal or how you want to set up your structure, um, but immediately give them some kind of gift. So, or some kind of the benefit right away. So that, that, that whole experience is um, pleasurable um, because that's how you build your loyal fans. How, like I said, how many people have we donated to other campaigns that essentially kind of just took the money, you know? And I, I mean, I, I, and we all kind of remember that stuff. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, giving money to that, that guy and that you, you can quickly, that's it. Like that's your one impression. So mm -hmm. if you want to go back and try to do it again, your crowdfunding campaign and you want to give a little bit, a little bit more money, mm -hmm. how much, you know, how are you going to get those same people that already donated you the first time that you didn't take care of very well? Yeah to ask them to do it again. So um, I think just that, but I think everybody's probably listening to this like, yeah, that's what they all say in the crowdfunding stuff. You're supposed to do this, but do they, we all have bad experience with crowdfunding or people have done them their, their own have had um, like, it's more work than ever thought it could be. So you have to prepare yourself. Like we are in launch mode, but any entrepreneur who's doing any product launch, outside of crowdfunding is is working like crazy because you're pushing so much effort to try to get as many leads to your sales page which is your crowdfunding page and you're trying to get people to convert so you get people there but how many people are actually donating how many people are actually converting to give you money you know there's a huge chasm that way and that's yeah. why you have to work so hard at making that sale you know making that conversion and then you got to work so hard to maintain that relationship so that you know you're doing it all for them, not for you, but you're doing it all for them so they have the best ex experience. It's like you are throwing the best party, but you're doing it online, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you, you're hosting it. So you want to make sure everybody's taken care of. Uh, there's enough drinks and hors d'oeuvres and food and, and entertainment. You know, just the whole experience when they come out of that, um, they feel transformed. Whereas every time I've seen enough uh, crowdfunding campaigns, it's like, um, yeah, I can kind of, you can kind of tell now after being burned enough to like whether mm -hmm. or not a filmmaker has their act together, you know, mm -hmm. like whether or not they are going to do what they're going to do, say they're going to do and whether or not they're going to take care of you, you know. Mm -hmm. And so if you approach it with that mindset, then I think you're ready to uh, launch your crowdfunding campaign to, to do all the finishing funds and add a little profit in for yourself. If it costs you $500, add the $500 profit margin that way. 
that you built in. You know what I mean? That who's like who's to say that the next step of crowdfunding can't be that? It can't be the same thing that the online entrepreneurs are doing, which is when they launch a minimal viable product and they're getting all these pre-sales in that they don't add in a little bit of profit into it. You know, mm-hmm. as long as, you know, as, as long as it's straightforward and uh, transparent, but you know, a person like me wouldn't care if knowing that you're making uh, a profit off it, as long as I know that you've done everything you can to make sure that the benefits and the offerings are valuable to me as a consumer because that's what everybody's going to look at they're not going to be thinking about you they're going to be thinking about themselves Mm -hmm. if they're going to donate to you is because one they want to make themselves feel good so if you want to play like you know the pity card you know or like the, the beggar you could try that angle but the thing is is that most people you know only um i can't even pronounce the word altruistically do that you know that give that they, they give because they want to make themselves feel better so it's one of those things again as long as you can understand that everybody's watching you in your crowdfunding campaign is is from the perspective of being selfish you need mm-hmm. to give them as much benefit to that to those self needs as, as much as possible mm-hmm. so totally. anyway i kind of babbled a lot no, um, <laughs> no i really like uh what what you have to say um yeah, I, to- I totally agree. I think the, yeah, creating that, like coming off, like getting it off you as quickly as possible. Um, I think uh, that's quite refreshing because I think there's, I mean, like you're saying, like it's all, it's all rules that people say they have to do, like in people, like when they crowdfund and then you go to 99, you know, a hundred campaigns and 99 have like, Oh, please give us like, give us everything you, you know, for this movie. Like it's um, you still don't see it a lot. You don't see, um, I mean, only the, really the ones that do really well um, you see them actually offering a benefit and it's not about, you know, getting off the um, person making the thing and yeah. making that benefit. I think that's, that's a great, uh, great way of doing it. Obviously you sh- should be doing it that way. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I mean it's it's the, it's uh, it's a it's the experience of somebody selling goods or services to a consumer, you know, supply mm-hmm. and demand. So you, for me, you can get like I said, your benefit could be like, hey, if you're a fan of hockey, Canadian hockey, and stuff like this, and you maybe use terminology that connects with their audience like that, it's like then you're gonna love this package this bundle package perk that we put together because this is the benefit to you and you can even use the word just over overuse the word the benefit to you the benefit to you they, they, you know what I mean? it's like this subconscious thing where somebody's watching like okay what's the benefit to me like either they're going to be like yeah that's a pretty cool benefit that's a cool benefit um and if they're not you go and if you're not interested in hockey but you're going to love this film anyway because we all have this need to forge our, our, our own path he goes, and then you can say, have you ever felt like you've been pushing the corner or you had to live somebody else's rules by somebody else's rules or somebody else's life, you know, then you're going to love this, this bundle package we put together for you. And the benefit to you is that, you know, this champions, this need to forge our own path. Here's this t-shirt, you know, like the mm-hmm. whole point is like, if it's a cool t-shirt, but you're being a salesperson by saying like, this is the emotional connection to this theme of our movie which is 
sometimes we get pushed to the corner or around where we just want to fight back to do what? We want to forge our own path. And you know what? And this t-shirt, this simple t-shirt that we designed represents this mindset where that you can wear it every day as a reminder that says, I need to forge my own path. And there's like a, like a little symbol for your movie, whatever, in a corner. You know what I'm saying? It's like you need to create your own world. You need to create your own experience for your consumers. And it could be the smallest number of people that come you know, to your campaign. But if you get in the habit of providing benefits, providing value, and always putting them first, um, it'll help drive your creativity. And then you won't put your film as so precious. Then you, you won't, because if you build up your film to be so precious, and the expectations are so high, your consumers may be disappointed. You know what I'm saying? It's like what they really are buying into is all the other things you're selling. Mm -hmm. uh, the hockey gear, um, this mindset of forge your own path or whatever it might be, you know, uh, uh, all the merchandise that goes around that. Like that's what they're connecting to. And the film is just an amplifier for this bigger idea. Mm -hmm. And if you could approach it that way, then you have a better chance, I think, of success and more and, and creatively more fulfilled and connection and connecting with your audience, you know? Totally. So I don't know if that helped. I know this is such a spur of the moment thing we kind of did no, here. So, but I mean, anytime, uh, any chance to talk to you, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's like, I, I listen to you almost every day. If I, if on, on your podcasts and, uh, yeah, just uh, I love what you're trying to do out there, and I'm not trying to do doing. And oh. actually, I ended up watching the Cube actually uh, a couple of days ago. I did. I saw the review. Thank you so much. It was great. It was uh, really good. I I love the. I mean, very similar to up here. Like you, you don't see a lot of. It's weird how much you don't see like Oregon or, um, it's, you know, set in Oregon. I don't know. It's some, there's something about like it's you know they shoot a lot of movies in Vancouver and. Mm -hmm and stuff and but it's always like oh this is supposed to be new york and they never yeah. it's it's refreshing to actually um the scenery and stuff i don't know I, I, there's something about that and i i think that's i'm so used to it here but i think you were like you were mentioning the uh it's kind of unique uh having that kind of stuff in for say this project and uh, we have a lot of that but I, it, I it's something i don't even think about but coming from you it's it's uh, kind of opened my eyes on some some things, but uh, yeah, this has yeah. been awesome. It's interesting. Even people that lived here for a long time somehow framing like a a location that people know about, but to mm -hmm. see it on film, it has like this weird way, like oh, I know that place. Yeah, like it's like, but I never really saw it that way before. And it's uh, it's uh, there's a sense of magic, and that's that's why we were doing these movies while we're doing why we make movies why we want to make movies because we were inspired as young people watching mm -hmm. movies that sort of basically curated and collected in a very clean way like our a dream perspective you know so mm -hmm. when you obviously when you look through a camera you're like if i just shift it this way or that way it tells a different story or i can create a mood like that it's mm -hmm. And you're connecting that way. And I, that's it's fun when, like you said, we have this ability just to walk outside and these trees and terrain <laughs> and like rivers and lakes and oceans and like, oh my gosh, like all this stuff is right in front of me. If I just, <laughs> if I just take the camera and point this way, 
it creates a mood already. Then you stick like a knucklehead actor like myself in front of it without a crew <laughs> behind it. And then if you say something halfway intelligent, you know, intelligent, uh, it might be interesting. I don't know. But it's, um, it's glad to see. I liked their trailer a lot because I was thinking uh, there's like this uh, just your terrain is like I can relate to. But it's neat to see your own personal story in that area. And like your your location is a character for your film. And and maybe part of your crowdfunding campaign type thing could actually highlight some of that stuff. Like I said, from an outsider's perspective, this is probably helpful to you. There's something genuinely sweet about you and your brother, you know, making films together, but you have a very nice demeanor together that that I think is your unique selling point. Because that's why I say if the first thing that comes on is just you and your brother, like, hey, we're the your Francis brothers. We love to make movies and this is what we're doing. Just be yourselves doing that. And I think you can win over a lot of fans, you know, because there's not, there's, you have an authentic, authenticity to you guys. And I think you should really capitalize on that. Oh, well, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, great. Um, I guess, uh, I guess I'll let you go or you. Yeah, we can wrap it up here in the hour. I will uh, follow you up with, um, you know, all the other stuff we're working on. And awesome. I probably should do, let's see here. What am I doing here? Oh yeah. I'll do this real quick. So we were talking about the cube and, um, and that goes hand in hand to, oh, wait, where's this? Of me paying my bills. <laughs> so listen, if anyone is, you know, if you guys stuck around this long, then you shouldn't go away empty handed. And if you are stuck trying to make your film right now, then I offer you to go over to freegearguide.com where you can get an equipment list of everything I use to make a feature film for $500 without a crew over at freegearguide.com. And before I sign off here, I would love Jamie to say goodbye to everybody. Want to say goodbye to everybody? Yeah, thanks for uh, stopping by. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and that ends our uh, this session of Film Trooper Presents Film Marketing Fridays. I'm Scott McMahon. Just head on over to filmtrooper.com, and you can find out more of what we're doing over there. Thanks. <laughs>